Welcome to Your Community with Dick Boost. Your Community is presented by AmeriCool Heating and Air Conditioning. My guest on Your Community, Meg Martin. And I don't know whether to talk music or what you really want to talk about <laughs> when you came in to talk about uh, Interfaith Works, but you're a singer, I found out, and, and you play in a punk band? I do, yeah. So I've been playing in bands for probably close to 20 years, but definitely a big part of why I love Olympia is the underground music scene, and my husband, he owns The Voyeur downtown, the old punk bar, and it's just something that we really love about the culture here in Olympia. So did you have to get up early to be on the show this morning, or is this uh, <laughs> the end of your day or something? Do you perform all night long? No, no, not so much right now. It's more just for us to have fun and be able to, to be in community together playing music. But the combination of running a shelter or 24-7 services and late night entertainment stuff it does make early mornings a little hard but i'm very happy to be well, here well anyway you're here to talk about interfaith works and mm -hmm. we're going to talk about homeless people and and the things that you do interfaith works what is the organization anyway interfaith works is we're entering our 50th year actually 2024 is 50 years of interfaith works in thurston county and it's a nonprofit organization that's a coalition of over 30 diverse faith and spiritual communities. So we accept everyone regardless of their faith or orientation, whatever. And what the kind of most fundamental thing that we do is try to find shared values, even if we don't necessarily agree on every single thing. So we find those shared values and we bring the coalition together resources and try to face some of our community's most challenging issues. And our most forward-facing effort in that way is our homeless services program. But the coalition work that we do with the faith and spiritual communities is really, really cool too. Now, uh, when I promote your uh, appearance here on your community, I'm doing something like uh, when you get out of the hospital, if you happen to be a homeless person, uh, where do you go? Mm -hmm. And that's just one of the things that you're involved in. Yeah. So let's explain that part of your work, and then we'll go on to others. So what you're referring to there is our medical respite program. And it is embedded in our shelter that's on the bottom floor of a building called Unity Commons. And Unity Commons, we can talk about that in a little bit, but... Our medical respite beds are contracted directly with both of our major hospitals here in the area, so Providence St. Peter and Capital Medical. So Providence has four beds and Cap Medical has two. And the point of that program is that when you or I or other people who are housed have resources get hospitalized, there becomes a time where we're no longer you know, needing to stay in the hospital medically, but we're given direction to go home, kick up your feet, have somebody bring you soup, watch movies, don't go back to work right away, rest. But if you are living outside in encampments on the sidewalk in a car or RV, that can be really detrimental to your ability to heal. And issues that could possibly be resolved can become chronic long-term issues that result in people going back to the ER time and time and time and time again. Or what happens is that the hospital has to keep those folks in beds 
much longer than they normally would. And not only is that tough on the hospital system for not having beds available, but it's also exorbitantly expensive for the hospitals. So what we do by partnering directly with them is provide them another option of where to send people. And we provide wraparound case management and try to make their landing back into their life after hospitalization easier. Now that is just one, I won't say small thing that you do. It's a big thing, but just one of many things that interfaith work is involved in. What are some of the others? Yes. I know I was trying to think that the last time I came here, we were probably only operating one or maybe two of our nightly shelters. And now we have a continuum of services for folks, most of which were built during the pandemic to respond to what an unprecedented time that was. So we have a daytime resource connection center. It's called Sergio's. It is up the street on Martin Way, just before Lily Road, where you might remember the old foam and fabric outlet. Mm -hmm. So we were able to purchase that property and redevelop it. So people can show up there, take showers, do laundry, charge their devices, get out of the elements, and connect to upwards of 20 different service providers in the community for housing, substance use treatment connection, mental health connection, primary care. So that's been open since April of 2023. And then we have our shelter in the bottom floor of Unity Commons. It's 58-bed shelter, 24 hours a day. 58 bed? 58 beds, yeah. Where is this located? That is up on Martin Way and Pattison Street, so in that sort of Upper East Side area. And it's a large five-story building that's in partnership with the Low Income Housing Institute. And they developed and own and operate the building. But above the shelter is floors two through five is 64 apartments of permanent supportive housing. And our role in that is that we provide the case management for everyone that lives in those apartments, many of whom, the majority of whom, moved from our shelter originally. They had been in our shelter for years and years and years and they moved into the apartments. This Your Community podcast is presented by AmeriCool Heating and Air Conditioning. We'll be right back. Is it time to have your furnace or HVAC system service before winter sets in? Get 10% off all fall maintenance at AmeriCool. AmeriCool is your local independent American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning dealer. The friendly professional team at AmeriCool has been serving Southwest Washington for the past 17 years. Call 360-273-3300 or visit AmeriCoolOnline.com today. Here comes AmeriCool with there when you need us for your heating and air. And now we return to the Your Community Podcast. My guest on your community, Meg Martin, the executive director of Interfaith Work. So how many people are you helping? Uh, you have any numbers? How many people are directly affected by what you do? Oh, you're putting me on the spot with that. No, but at Sergio's, we've had just about 1,200 visits since April. And at Unity Commons, there are well over 100 and. 30 people that live there. So that's a 24-hour facility and we are doing, you know, everything we can, but we do allow couples to stay together. So we're a shelter that tries to make it as easy and accessible as possible for people to get in. So how about, that, how about animals? Yep, we allow pets. Yes, in all of our programs. So there's sometimes a different configuration of folks at any given time of how many people are in the building. Do you help people find jobs and uh... Yeah, we do. So we have 
our case management program is called the navigation team. And those are the case managers that work with the medical respite beds, work with the people in the apartments, but then they also work with people who live in our shelter. So they are people with their own lived experience. So they've gone through a lot of the same things that the folks have gone through that live in the shelter. And they help them replace vital documents, get connected to housing, medical, mental health, substance use treatment resources, and then also employment if that's something that people are able to do. If you just tuned in, my guest is Meg Martin, the Executive Director of Interfaith Works. Now, Meg, uh, I'm still trying to, you know, put my arms around exactly what you do. It seems so diverse and and Mm -hmm. varied. Give me a typical example. Uh, When we walked into the studio today, there were some people that needed some help. How do you reach out to them? That's a really good question. So we try to make our services as well known as possible. And so we definitely go with partnerships with other organizations that do outreach to people to make sure that they have our pamphlets, our information, so that they can tell people where to go, as well as the city departments. So the downtown ambassadors, the crisis response unit, the Olympia Police Department, the fire department. And we try to make sure that all of those folks who might interact with people on any given day can tell them how to be able to access our services. Now, you mentioned a five-story building that Mm -hmm. you were involved in. Where do you get your money for all these projects? It varies, but it's typically a combination of local, so that would be city, county, state, and federal money. And the five-story building, that is a really specific type of development and financing that's called the low income tax credit program. It's essentially the model for how low income housing is developed in the United States. So there's a whole long process of how to get involved in that. But about 70% of our funding comes from public sources and then 30%, sometimes as much as 40% comes from private sources, individual donors, family foundations, things like that. Now, so much is being done, it would seem, not just Interfaith Works, but so many organizations Mm -hmm. trying to, shall we say, help people who don't have homes. Mm -hmm. Yet the problem seems to be growing, and at Mm -hmm. least it seems to be. Maybe it's not. Can you comment on that? Yeah. Well, it's a complex issue, but I think there are kind of three things that are contributing to the feeling that it's growing. One is that it is in terms of rental prices continue to go up and up and up. And in Thurston County alone, we have over 30,000 people who are considered to be rent burdened. So that means that they are paying more than 30% of their income to their housing cost. So when we think about the opportunities for income rising for people to be able to meet that rising rent, that can be really limited, especially for people who are disabled, who are elders, who are on fixed income. They don't have a lot of options for keeping up with that. So what we're seeing is a lot more folks who are in their 60s, 70s, 80s even that are becoming homeless for the first time because the rents are so out of control. So that's one issue. The other issue is that we have not invested at the same rate in solutions 
as we have divested in solutions. And what I mean by that is that the HUD budget at the federal level continues to just get slashed and slashed and slashed and never replenished to the point where we can actually meet the scale that we need to. Okay, wow. We could go on and on and on. Meg Martin, the Executive Director of Interfaith Works, I really appreciate you being on Your Community this morning. Thank you so much for having me. You've been listening to Your Community with Dick Poost, presented by AmeriCool Heating and Air Conditioning. Your Community is produced by Jennifer Mathis. If your business, nonprofit, or civic organization would like to be featured on Your Community, please contact us at 360-943-9937. 